0: This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code CFN. Still, it's not like we're going to change it from episode to (laughs) episode. It's going to be the same.
1: We just decided to rebrand ourselves in the middle middle (laughs) of this uh, pre-roll ad read. So, CFN, guys. I'm going Greetings, everybody. Welcome to episode 206. My name is Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. And you know what? It's kind of cool to
0: be in the 200s, episode-wise. It is. We
1: are. and uh, Because we're going to talk about a movie today that that has a 300 in
0: it. Yeah. Halfway to 600 (laughs) for the movie.
1: (laughs) That's that's the title of the new 300 movie? Halfway to 600. Rise Rise of of math. Rise of math. (laughs) I did the uh, Farley Brothers um, podcast. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I don't know why I kept cutting numbers in half. <laughs> and he was like, um, John was like, John probably was like, wow, you're a math-having genius. <laughs>
0: I guess that's they, they even mean. tweeted that. Yeah, they yeah. called me a
1: math-having genius. Um,
0: so we, uh, we got a lot to talk about. Well, we're halfway on. to 412. The first so. thing I want to mention is that uh, the cart is fixed. Yay! I mean, last week we were talking about uh, the cart's not exactly working, and it was a PayPal issue. Uh, isn't that surprising? A weird, a giant bank giving us an issue?
1: Internet um, bank was weird? That's, yeah. Uh, seems so seems puzzling. So
0: uh, the cart is fixed, and we went into the cart, and we saw all of the failed orders, and it made us sad. And so we apologize for that inconvenience. You can go back and use the cart now. The other thing I want to mention is a lot of people are still emailing and say, hey, can I help out with the Kickstarter. I know that it's over, but we still want to help out with the movie. And the answer is now you can. Now that the cart is fixed, um, you can actually go in. uh, We have a $25 and the $50 pre-sale tiers. Uh, You can buy as many of those as you like if you want to pre-order the download or the uh, DVD. The other thing we have is a custom donation. You just want to throw in five bucks or whatever you could put whatever you want in. All the way up to, uh, in fact, we had a very generous uh, sponsor just mm-hmm. give us a, um, a $12,000 donation, one of the $10,000 tier. If you want one of the non-limited tiers uh, on the Kickstarter, uh, put it in the customer notes. We should be able to accommodate you depending on which one you uh, you want, but generally, if it's non-limited, we should be able to honor yeah. it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Then thank you, guys. So, that that's such an awesome <clears throat> thing. And so we've been getting because it's still going to help the movie. We're still throwing
0: every penny into the into yeah. the movie, and mean we'll be able to go more places, extend the shoot um, you know, get the editor for more time. Everything helps. Even if you're like, Oh, five bucks isn't going to make a difference. It actually does yeah, because it all goes into the same pool uh, this, to make the movie better. This
1: big money that just, I mean, it's looking like maybe we might be able to go to Australia now yes. or something. Because so of you guys, because of, you, of guys. you guys. And, and I've been going through a lot of the emails you guys have sent and trying to set up interviews with various people and, and, uh, Uh, I'm really pumped like as we're doing pre-production I'm seeing all of the cool stories and emails that we've gotten and like where we can start to go logistically Um, yeah we're
0: starting to map it out actually it's gonna be you know Midwest East Coast Mm -hmm. you know West Coast and also looking like Australia now Australia
1: so and one of the other places uh, you know and Today is uh, March 11th, which is National 311 Day. <laughs> if of course you're it friends, is. Why wouldn't fan, it be? If you're fans mm-hmm. of the band 311, which I am. And uh, also today, um, Sanai, a big fan of Japan, posted that it was three years ago today um, that she learned she how how many people in the comedy film nerds' world cared about her and how loved she felt. Uh, because what that means is three years ago today is when that awful tsunami and earthquake happened in Japan, and we had only been doing the podcast about a, year, a little over a year at that point year and a half and one of the cool obviously that event was awful but one of the the positive things to come out of it was all you guys that had heard us talking about Sanai uh her the j- pron- pronunciation of her name in Japanese is Sanai Narita in American it's Sandy uh, <laughs> Sandy <laughs> um <a>, Nanato Nanato <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Nanato, who lives in Hong Kong, Tokyo, the capital of East Korea, and I love Chinese food. Um, so you know we'd obviously it's too spicy. I like I like Panda Express. They yeah, really know yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they should have more of those in China. Um, so yeah, that was the we would we've talked about her a lot as you know our fan in Japan, big fan of Japan, and and you guys. One of the cool things was you guys all started talking to each other on Twitter and becoming yes. friends. So when this awful thing happened three years ago today, all of you were reaching out, asking if she was okay. And it was such a cool moment to see that this little thing that Chris and I had built with like a community had started to form and that you guys like Karen are looking out for each other. So we just want to say- It was amazing. It, it, it was amazing in, in, in the- you know in the shadow of this obvious awful event that i'm sure japan is still still recovering, still from. recovering from you know we
0: got other emails too another uh, another expat fan andy uh, utech said mm-hmm. that uh, you know he was, he was walking home try, you know wondering if his family was okay was right. listening to us and it gave him gave him a you know, so, modicum of comfort That's
1: so all he could do was listen to podcasts he had already mm-hmm. downloaded on his iphone you know and yeah. and, and mm-hmm. couldn't and couldn't get call or get any electricity or anything so we saved
0: know. we saved all these emails too they've so, been really uh, amazing
1: big shout out from the gargoyle garage to uh, to Sandy Naruto um, <laughs> so you know if more people kick in who knows who knows Sandy maybe, we might get to Japan maybe you and I will finally have the sword battle that we've yeah. been so so <laughs> I mean, it really Australia and Japan it's not that far. Oh, by the way, I went, when when the when the Kickstarter funded and I posted crazy photos of me without my shirt on and my katana, and I said I'm so glad it funded because I almost was going to commit seppuku. Sandy, you you said I will be, I will perform kaishaku. Do you know what that means? Yes, I do. That kaishaku is the second. If you perform seppuku and you ask a trusted friend to cut your head off to cut your head off to be the second in that so yes Sandy you that's can, an honor it is and uh, yes Sandy you can be my second you, wow. can, you, can, you can perform Kaishaku <laughs> um, had this movie not funded yeah. um, so um, that would
0: have been one of the tears <laughs> 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 the seppuku yeah. tier
1: still time guys going to uh comedy film nerds into the into the store <laughs>
0: right in customer notes right in c- customer tier.
1: customer notes i think we know how the movie ends yeah. now <laughs> we have our ending uh it's me in japan and i will quote a line from the last samurai is uh if you spent your entire life looking for the per- perfect cherry blossom it would not be a wasted life and then boom seppuku yeah. kaishaku mm-hmm. we're out credits roll mm-hmm. um So um, we have an exciting episode.
0: Yep. I want to talk uh, briefly about Squarespace. As you know, they're our um, sponsor for also for the next um, month. And uh, we're going to be getting some really cool swag in pretty soon to be able to send out with the orders. Now that the card is fixed, it's all even. It's all working out. <laughs>
1: Sorry guys, that you yeah. were trying to buy stuff and we <laughs> yeah. were like, nope.
0: <laughs> it's like yeah, I was like, oh well, everyone's giving money to Kickstarter. That's why there's no orders coming. No, we are no. store broke. No, because PayPal, you know, shut out, shut us off because <sighs> we robots. owed them fifteen dollars and didn't know it.
1: Yeah, it was uh, fifteen bucks. Yeah,
0: That's, uh, and we didn't even know it. it was an expired credit card in their system. So anyway, we want to talk about Squarespace. <laughs> Um, now, I want to talk about this because this is something that actually, Graham, you did. I want to know, like, like you started out with, like, well, because like, we have customers and uh, uh, Squarespace has customers. Like, well, I already have a website. Why would I want to move to Squarespace? i
1: tell you why I did it was because it was easier to manage than what I was using. Okay. And they- In ha- what way, Graham? Well, uh, I, as many of you know, I'm not very technically proficient, yeah. <laughs> which is good that I run a, a a podcast and produce it,
0: and have a website, <laughs> and have a website with a broken cart,
1: <laughs> and I do a festival that centers around this technology. Technology. Um. Uh, I needed really easy management of my stuff because, you know, putting in new tour dates and uploading new content. Uh, you know, I, I'm just—I need it to be easy. And, sure. and I noticed that Squarespace, um, before they started sponsoring us or me or anything like that, was really gearing everything towards—they were you for entertainment. Yeah, it's just the Graham Elwood, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Graham Elwood template. Um, so that's what I really liked about it. And then, uh, and then just talking to other comedians who'd gone over to it and and filmmakers like Kimberly Browning from Hollywood Shorts, who's yes. been on the show, as as she has been sending filmmakers who are like new young filmmakers like hey i need a website she's like do it here send them to squarespace because yeah. you can embed vimeo and mm-hmm. and youtube and all this cool stuff to, trailers and stuff it's yeah. so easy man like if i can do it trust me you can <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> trust me you can so um again uh, coupon code cfn
0: Yep, and it's 10% off. Now, I do want to profile another uh, mm-hmm. film website. Now, this isn't necessarily a filmmaker website, but this is a, uh, a musician who wants to uh, do film scoring. And um, this is Michael Wayne, and you can check out his music at org. And he's a... um, I I was listening to his music, too. And what it is, it's very atmospheric. You could tell, like, why he wants to get into doing film scores. Now, Mm -hmm. for all the filmmakers listening right now, this is a great opportunity for you guys, especially if you're doing shorts or smaller projects or it's your first feature, because... You've got a guy who's very talented. I actually listened to his music. I liked it. Uh, Michael Wayne. But also, he wants to actually make that transition into film scoring, so you'll be able to get him very cheap. Yeah, man. So, because he's going to need it for his reel. So it's a great combination of like talent and also um price that uh, for filmmakers that's you always want to hit that sweet spot because your budget is very limited but you also don't want to you know, your quality yeah you don't want your neighbor doing your score for it you want an actual musician so <laughs> um <laughs>
1: well wait hold on it depends on who your neighbor are let, right Let's,
0: i'm just saying if your neighbor is not a musician and just oh. go oh you know i have a piano let me do your uh <laughs> let me do your score I have A piano. <laughs>
1: So you're talking about you because you <laughs> right. own a piano yeah, and you're I not do. a musician. Yeah,
0: I'm saying I would. You should not pick me to do your school. <laughs> is what I'm saying. You should pick Michael Wayne Music dot org and uh, check out his music and give him a. This is the uh, Squarespace site that he did. And you know what? Look, it, it 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 it's just what we're talking mm-hmm. about. It looks clean. It's yep. easy to navigate, and I could click and listen to samples of music very Squarespace easily.
1: dot com and use cu- coupon code C
0: F N. Yep. All right.
1: I want to thank uh, everybody real quick who came uh, up to see me and uh, Jackie Cation at uh, Beautiful Harvey's in Lake Tahoe and, uh, and Howie Nave. It was fun. It was, uh, it was good times. Good times had by all, just like this crazy phone call that's coming in on Chris's fax machine. Oh, my God. It's the 90s calling. They want their outdated technology. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Why is that still ringing? I don't
0: know. I shut it off.
1: Leave us alone. The robots are coming. Well, that's, you know, some
0: fax machines, they refuse to die.
1: Maybe that's the guest we were supposed to have on the show calling yeah. to cancel again. <laughs> uh, guys, we were going to have Alonzo Bowden on the show. Very <clears throat> excited to have him on the show. Uh, but he called at the very last minute, and he has to do a CNN interview. Yes. About there's a funnier or die sketch I think he did with uh, President Obama.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a new big one right now uh, for the Affordable uh, Care Act. He's the one with Zach Galifianakis (laughs) with uh, Between Two Ferns. I just watched it this
1: morning. Oh, man, is that hilarious. So, Alonzo... um, uh, We understand. We understand.
0: And thanks for calling us in a timely manner.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He goes. I'm sorry to big time you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Uh, I don't know why the president has president over uh, uh, us. CNN. Blah 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 blah. We're in a garage uh, yeah. talking about movies next to you know, T-shirts. You just
0: and- picked one entertainment show over another.
1: That's. <laughs> and he said he goes. I don't care if you guys badmouth me as long as you spell my name right. He said he learned that from Aunt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, Alonzo... No
0: publicity is bad
1: publicity. No, it's not. Follow him Follow him on, online. I'm sure it's alonzoboden.com. Um, so, we'll have him back on the show. Um, all right, let's get into some some movies, some motion pictures. Yeah, you know, wait a minute. Now, also, Kimberly Browning gives us a
0: lot of shit, too, about not having enough black people on the podcast. Yeah. Well, so, guess what? We tried.
1: We tried. <laughs> we tried, Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> and he blew us off
0: yeah. for the president. So, whatever. Um <laughs> Not our fault, not racist.
1: <laughs> um, all right, well, let's talk about. Um, so we
0: got some great movies to talk about. Wow, that is um, a big
1: stretch. That yeah. We have.
0: I don't mean today. <laughs> I just, in general. Future episodes, yeah. so it's mm-hmm. going to be
1: great movies. Today, however.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first. Okay, now, uh, it was date night in our house this weekend. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, you know, we our, our big fun date, I had a, a birthday, i late 30s again. <laughs> yes, very late 30s. And, uh, you know, got to see, went to see Book of Mormon. It was a fun weekend. <laughs> That's uh, a great show. The kids. Oh, loved it, loved it. And uh, um, the big thing that, you know, uh, my wife and I do is like, our favorite date is dinner, a nice place, and a movie. So we looked at all the listings, and we noticed that Philomena was playing. So we were going to go see Philomena until we found out it was at like this shitty theater that stinks and that uh, a lot of times you go and it's like the, it's out of focus. Like they literally can't get their shit together for this theater. Mm. So we're like, well, you know, why don't we go see 300 Rise of the Empire instead? And, uh, and it, oddly enough, my wife's idea. So <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: that's then you're off the hook. Then yeah, you're off yeah, the hook. Uh-huh,
0: because you're like, I want to see a night, you know, don't get out the movies as much as I do and wants to see like a big giant. Uh, movie on a big giant screen that, you know, could is much more enjoyable than, you know, Philomena you could see on a smaller screen. You could rent So, yeah. Uh, But although I do want to see it. So we went to see 300 Rise of an Empire, and I have to say, it was really fun. It was not a bad movie at all. Really? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, My wife enjoyed it, and here's why. Because if you... It isn't even that it's a sequel. It's like a semi-sequel where it's like it shows the events that are happening while you know the Spartans are holding the Hot Gates, and then it goes a little bit beyond that. So it's almost like a side story that shows kind of like what the Greeks were doing and what was happening on the ocean, like the naval battles during that during that time during what was going on. So and you know a little bit before and a little bit after, and um, it had the amazing uh, style that Zack Snyder had, but. This movie had a lot of pit holes, uh, pitfalls that it easily could have fallen into, and it didn't. That's why I like this movie.
1: So just real quick, Zack Snyder was one of the writers on this movie, but he did, he not, did
0: not direct, direct it. it. No, but,
1: Murrow did.
0: Yeah, but the movie was definitely in good hands, because as I'm watching these action sequences and the stylized um, way that the movie was shot, just like 300, it's amazing. And it's really, it's, it's visceral, it's gritty, and the other thing it is is absolutely absurd. So when you're watching it, it, it's so easy to suspend like disbelief because you're watching something that's so stylized and so ridiculous. It's like you're watching it. Oh, well, this is happening on another planet. So in a weird way, too, because the gore is so over the top, you know, the limbs and heads and the blood, like the CG blood that splatters everywhere. It's not... It, it, it's more fun because it, it looks like you're watching a cartoon. It's like, it, it's just more fun and it's less real and you can really just go, okay, well, this is a fantasy movie. I'm watching mm-hmm. like Lord of the Rings with more blood, even though technically it's based on historical <laughs> events, but let's not get bogged down right. there. I don't think um, we were going for historical accuracy in this movie. <laughs> so... I'm watching this movie and um it's stylized, it's fun, it's great, it's not too long, it's like it's the perfect length and it's just a visceral fun good time. However, there are some standouts though. Um the girl that plays the head villain Eva Green mm-hmm. who plays like the um the um, uh, the naval commander who's fighting uh Theomopolis or whoever the Greek uh <laughs> You know, whoever the Greek <laughs> leader was. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're not going to oh, remember Green's the She was in Evo Casino
1: Royale. She was in... Yes.
0: She's an actual yeah. actress. And you know what? She brings um, this crazy, you know, homicidal villain to life in this uh, in this movie. And it almost she almost steals the movie. She's so good in it. Like, uh, to give you an example, it's like she, you know, cuts off a guy's head and then kisses it. And oh. then throws it overboard.
1: But now... Artemisia, now, I think is her. I
0: don't know. If you have a um, an actress that can't pull that off, it just looks like a sci fi channel movie of the week. But she makes you believe it like, oh, she really would do that. Yeah. She's out of her goddamn mind.
1: Yeah. She's, yeah. She loves so, <laughs> kissing decapitated Corp- yeah, heads. Yeah,
0: corpses. are like, okay, well, that's what she does. So <laughs> that's
1: so, kind of her thing. Yeah. That's her yeah. Hobby. Some people do needlepoint. She yeah, kisses that's guys' her heads. Head name.
0: You know, Deadhead Kisser.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think, isn't that her Twitter handle? Yeah, yeah. At Deadhead Kisser?
0: Hashtag deadhead kisser.
1: <laughs>
0: JGL. Anyway. Hashtag JGL. Uh, so, uh, again, I'm watching this movie I never once checked by watch. It was just a really fun, crazy movie. And the effects do not disappoint. In fact, it even looked a little better than 300. Just really? like, like the, uh, the depth and the detail and um, the camera movements and stuff. And one of the things that I will say, it's one of those movies, too. If you like the first one, you're going to like this one. There's nobody going that... Um, oh, man, I thought the first one was awful. That It was too stylized. I didn't like it. But I love the second one. No, it's it's a pair. They go hand right, in right, hand. Right, right. You like the first one, you're going to like the second one. If you hated the first one, you're not going to love the second one. But I would say still give the second one a try because it really kind of ups the ante. Like It was one of those things where you could easily have made like a money grab sequel and clearly that's how this started <laughs> it is like oh this did so right. well i mean there's no it's not based on another graphic novel 300 did not have a frank miller did not write a sequel to 300 the graphic mm-hmm. novel so you watch this movie and you go okay the filmmakers actually cared about making a compelling movie based on this world and on this original um graphic novel and this original story so um i you know i'm giving it a uh, recommendation i really i enjoyed it it was fun it was a good time at the movies and i don't know if you necessarily need to see it in 3d although if you do a lot of blood will come right at you in the uh, uh, but the lena
1: hetty is in it yeah
0: yeah and the other thing that i loved about it too is the effects were not they were that perfect mix of they were stylized but not overwhelming where you look like well i'm just watching Cartoon, like, like it was really like there was enough actual people and enough actual action in there that did not have a green screen that you really felt uh immersed in the film. So, yeah, recommendation 300 Rise of an Empire, despite um what it could have been, it it actually exceeded expectations and rose above the pitfalls that were clearly set out for to make this. 300
1: Rise of an Empire sounds like a work it,
0: yep. It was it was Rise of a Sequel, it really was. It is, it's a work it,
1: hashtag work it. Mm Sadly, I did not have the same experience when I went to go see Nonstop.
0: Oh, we uh, almost saw that one instead.
1: Oh, yeah. I almost—I was like, I'm going to go see 300, and mm-hmm. I was like, no, I think Nonstop's going to be better because I was thinking, uh, I'm not that excited for 300. Right. Wow, Nonstop is a is a bad movie. I
0: ah, know. that's a shame. I was hoping Liam Neeson would just kind of bring it home.
1: Well, he just does this every year now. Like this is yeah, his yeah. wheelhouse. Like let's shoot one of these things that's going to come out mm-hmm. in January, February, March, or whatever. So no wolves. No wolves, no no snakes, no snakes. Um, uh, did have, did have? well, had terrorists. Um, this movie starts out compelling. Mm-hmm. The way they introduce him, it's got some cool camera stuff. He's sitting in his car. You see him at the airport and he's an uh, air marshal. He's clearly got a drinking problem. There's some personal stuff going on in his life, but they keep it all very vague. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh wow, this is gonna be really interesting as we uncover um this is all gonna get woven into the to the story. You know the premise if you've seen the trailer, he's on a plane and someone's like, We're gonna kill someone and and then they make it seem like it's it he's getting framed. <clears throat> And then it just goes and does every dumb thing, and just gets uh, so really? out of control. It's the cliche it hits, meter. Oh my god! It punches the cliche meter in the face, <laughs> uh, and then and then reassembles a bigger cliche meter wow. with the broken cliche meter parts. Yeah. Um, it's it's it's. uh... <laughs> This guy who directs it is Jaume Colette Sarah. Uh,
0: Jean-Claude Van (laughs) Damme.
1: Okay. So he directed another one of these, Unknown, which was another, that was 2011. uh, And he directed Orphan and House of Wax. So it's, he... He really gets filmmaking. (laughs) 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 Jesus. I almost lost a lung. Um, yeah i don't yeah like unknown was uh, you know
0: without liam neeson again
1: again liam neeson would be the and frank Langella only, again unknown was the only liam neeson was the only reason i went to go see unknown yes. and it's the only reason i went to see nonstop. if it started anyone else i'd be like forget it mm-hmm. you know um yeah I, this guy doesn't know what he's doing i, I you know I, I he was this these movies, uh, you know, is written by probably fifteen people. You know, I'm seeing there's <laughs> five writer credits on IMDb. Uh, you know, Liam's doing his best; he's trying hard. Julianne Moore's trying hard, um, but it just becomes preposterous and dumb. And
0: it's not a lot of places to go in an uh, airplane. There's either.
1: nowhere to go. This is why these movies always fail. You know what I mean? It's just you can't. It's there's no other thing. Remember that one
0: with Jodie Foster where no one saw her kid disappear? Yeah. Then I'm like really? No on one a saw plane, on an airplane. On a plane. No one saw your kid. But it's a big plane. She doesn't exist. Your kid doesn't exist.
1: Yeah. It's just ridiculous. And um and then they're you know, they're trying to show you like these are the protocols in case this would happen. I'm like, well then I guess TSA has the dumbest protocols in the event of one of these things ever. Like uh I don't know where they researched this, but it's it's and I thought, oh, it'll be kind of dumb, but it'll be fun. And it's not even that fun. There's not a lot of action. Because you can't have big fight scenes in a small plane. No, you like, can't. Well, you can, what, what, you, what can you do? You can't be shooting people. You can't blow anything up. You, can, you can't throw a guy through a window. Like, <laughs> there's... There's, there's you, no zombies. You, you, there's those, you painted yourself into the dumbest corner mm-hmm. and then fought your way out through a bag of wet cliches. <laughs> like, it's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> go see nonstop. this is a hashtag leave it if there ever was one
0: um, so go see 300 Rise of an Empire go see 300 dead. Rise of an Empire
1: or go see this movie that uh, our kung fu friend Rick Myers turned us on to oh yeah you just yeah. saw
0: yeah I did I saw, I saw the trailer movie. I
1: haven't seen it yet hmm rick so don't be mad at me <laughs>
0: yeah. this is a journey to the west this is a new stephen chow movie and it was a huge movie in uh, china something like 160 million it passed something mm-hmm. like that and it's a <laughs> it's a really fun movie and the other thing i like too about these movies like when you have generally when you have special effects in other countries they look nothing like they're they're always a few years behind with mm-hmm. what the american companies are doing but uh now with this movie like the effects actually look really cool they, re- they really had some cool effects some computer effects some practical effects and one of the things that i really liked about this movie is it had Stephen chow's um formula of like like bizarre surreal scenes um like metaphoric scenes and it had goofy scenes and it had exciting action scenes although this one added a few more things there was actually
1: and and also deeply rooted in buddhism
0: deeply very deeply rooted in buddhism in fact um, buddha makes a little cameo in the movie
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) buddha's got a cameo yeah yeah
0: with uh and uh he directed it yes
1: he directs us all (laughs)
0: Um, you know without us knowing Uh, anyway one of the things that I I like I loved about it too is it 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 always his movies always mash genres there's always that kind of playful humor in it but also there's the um, you know the serious subtext and the um, the metaphoric elements to it as well um, whether they're about Buddhism or Kung Fu any of those things uh, together you know obviously they're they're closely related but one of the things I loved about it is the, the just like surreal and uh, nature of the genre mashup. Like even though the the genres were mashing up, it was like some of the scenes were like, oh, where's this scene going? And it went like in a completely off in a weird tangent direction. But you didn't you didn't mind because it was such a fun movie. Uh, like it had everything to do with unrequited love, to kung fu, to demons, to um, you know the the path to reconciliation and um, redemption, and all these really interesting um, and, and you know kung fu mantras and, and and cool Buddhism stuff, and it was really a fun genre mashup. Now, it is it uh, on the surface does it make sense? <laughs> not all of it, no, especially to a Western audience. Don't watch this movie thinking you're just going to see like some kind of like Matrix movie that right. has like a lot of special effects. It's it's not it's not like that at all. And uh, but it's a really fun. Um, movie, and it's also, you get a glimpse at, like, another culture, uh, you know, another belief system, and also... Um uh, but it's also fun and engaging And it's got fun characters And a cool story And it's, it's a really you're, I doubt you're going to catch it in a movie theater out here But I th- believe it's on demand in iTunes You're going to catch it and It's Journey the thing, to the West, Stephen
1: Chow Journey to the West, Conquering the Demons Conquering the Demons is the film. And here's the thing with Stephen Chow This guy, the last movie he directed was a kid's film called CJ7 And he did it in 2008 before that, he did Kung Fu Hustle ten years ago in two thousand four, and Shaolin Soccer in two thousand one. Like, if you have not seen Shaolin Soccer and Kung Fu Hustle, you really need to see these movies.
0: And do not see the uh, Weinstein butchered version of Shaolin Soccer. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch the actual uh, movie that is uh, subtitled, and it's you know what, it's literally a completely different movie.
1: And 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 Kung Fu Hustle is one of the most. It's, innovative. An, it's an innovative. innovative inventive uh, um kung fu
0: movies. Kung fu yeah. movies
1: that you're ever going to see. Like it is unbelievable how like you say it 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 mixes all these genres in there and there's
0: laugh out loud funny parts in that.
1: Laugh movie, out too. loud funny parts and amazing action scenes and and again this sort of um this this buddhist heart to it which right. is just uh which is awesome about you know unlocking the best parts of ourselves
0: and this uh, this movie too even uh, delves a little bit deeper into the genre mashing where it actually goes into some horror elements too like there 's a couple really creepy scenes that you're like ooh now yeah. I'm watching a horror movie, but Stephen Chow was so talented that he can navigate them back and forth
1: just like, the, the trailer keep, I was yeah. like what?" Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, yes, Rick Myers gave us a copy of this. So you've watched it. Now it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you, Rick. And guys, uh, check this out: Journey to the West, conquering the demons. Um. All right. What other demons do we need to conquer?
0: We on DVD. <laughs> yeah, let's conquer the demons of DVD. Um. We have the Book Thief and Inside Lewin Davis, which I I really enjoy. This is um, mm-hmm. uh, a great Coen Brothers movie. It's you know like all Coen Brothers movies. It's you can't your mind can't drift because if you miss one or two lines of dialogue that might be the one or two lines even though they were said subtly has a payoff you know 40 minutes later that you're gonna go wait wait what where did that come from so it, it's uh, like all their movies it demands a second viewing and more of it will become clear very metaphorical but also a great story too um not laugh out loud funny
1: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. No, and Dave is one of those movies that, like, it, it deserved its 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 Oscar buzz and everything. Right. And if you didn't get a chance to see it, now's a chance to mm-hmm. watch it on DVD. It's a good film, and um, you know, it's like you said, it's it's the Coen Brothers. If you like yes. their movies, you're gonna like this. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's really cool in how they. I was talking to uh, Mary Zofries, who did the Murray Valeriano's wife, who did the costume on it, and she said they wanted the Coen Brothers wanted the tone. The, the color palette and everything. It's a color movie, but it kind of looks like black and white of that. Um, there's a Bob Dylan album cover. I forget the name of it. A very it's co-
0: like a very muted color. A very
1: muted color. And yeah. they wanted the whole movie to look like that because it's that era of right. New York. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really cool. On, and, and, and it's one of these movies, we talk about this on the show, guys, if you're gonna watch it as a DVD, turn the lights off, turn the phone off mm-hmm. and watch it. Right. You know, um, uh, Out of the Furnace, uh, this one I would
0: say skip. You're not missing anything. This is the Woody Harrelson um, and yeah. uh, Hillbilly some, movie, <laughs> <The> <laughs> Pennsylvania Hillbilly would, movie.
1: <laughs> I will say that I, I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't say skip it. I would say this is actually a, a decent DVD rental in the sense that if you're if you want something to do, there's some really good individual scenes. In the film, because it's got okay, all these solid actors yeah. like Zoe Saldana and um,
0: yeah, I mean Christian Bale. He plays a dreamy hick. He really yeah, he does, does he play does. a dreamy yeah. Hick. He, if no one plays dreamy white trash like uh, um, Christian Bale, Casey
1: Affleck is in it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Who is very one note, not his fault, not his fault. You know, as, uh, but they're, but they're ultimately there's scenes that will simply there's ruin really this solid film beats. for you. And, uh, um, and, and like there's some solid scenes, but then there's the other scenes like. Uh, you know, there's like, well, this is just my one last score, then I'm out. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, dear Lord, please. Yeah. Okay, well, then you have five. We have, you're gonna, you have one more scene to live.
1: Then. Yeah, we know yeah. you're dead then. Yeah. Um, um, Forrest Whitaker's in it. But so, so it's, this is a movie you have on while you check your emails and then tune in, you know, just kind of glance away from your laptop to watch a cool acting scene right? <laughs> between Christian Bale and Zoe Saldana or something like that.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh. So, uh, it was one of those movies that, like, had kind of high aspirations but missed the mark. Yeah. Uh, next one is Beyond Outrage. Cool. This is the uh, sequel to Outrage, which I actually didn't like that much, but um, Graham really liked it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I found it to be kind of murder porn towards the end. It was just all death This and, is another uh, Yakuza death yeah, movie yeah, yeah. with uh,
1: Takashi Kitano. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Now's
0: your chance. <laughs>
1: Now's your chance.
0: Um, and premiering this week, Need for Speed. I don't know anyone on the planet who looked at that trailer and went, you know what, this is going to be a good movie.
1: Uh, so it's a video game? Is that what this is based yeah, on? it's
0: based on a video game. But uh, uh, the other thing, too, uh, what I, I feel bad for Aaron Paul. I'm like, after Breaking Bad, this is what you got offered? I, I mean, know, that's a man. Shame.
1: He's such a solid actor. You know, like, g- I-
0: give him something better. Yeah absolutely give him something so um i don't know if anyone's excited to see this chances are nobody over here will be seeing that movie this weekend not even neil <laughs> so um if you want to email or put on the message boards what you thought of it um we'd love to hear from we'd you love to hear from you uh the veronica mars movie is coming out now this is another kickstarter success story made millions of dollars in kickstarter mm-hmm. in fact they're starting to pay back the uh the donors now with special screenings like they had one at South by Southwest but they're going to LA and New York they have to have them you know that's what was part of the deal it,
1: it's it's one of those things that's so cool because it was like I was never that into the TV show but I want to see the movie I don't think I ever watched the TV show just because of the story behind it the fans said the network said oh bad ratings or whatever right, based right. on this archaic Nielsen system yeah. and then the fans went no this is really great and then they kickstarted we want to see a movie we want to see a movie and they did it yeah it's 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 awesome so i'm excited and i want to go support it just to see it you know and uh i think it's and a cool then thing. the studio
0: put in the rest of the budget but ultimately it's that never would have happened without the fans the right. Kickstarter, right um so and it was always one of those tv shows i never watched it either but i would always get emails or calls from a friend saying you know you should be watching this show it's good, especially when it was about to get canceled. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, getting like a flurry of emails because the fans that loved the show really loved the show. It's like, you got to watch right. the show. It's going to get canceled. And sure enough, it got canceled, but it had a – it was like Firefly. It had like that kind of rabid fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's good to see it come back. And uh, the one thing I will say, if you do see the movie, I was reading that if you haven't seen the TV show, there's actually a recap in the movie so you could kind of get up to speed. Um, The next movie is Enemy And um, this we already have A review of Up on the site Lord Cret in New York Went to a uh, Premiere screening So you could check out What he thought of the movie
1: It's a pretty interesting concept It says a man seeks out His exact lookalike After spotting him in a movie And it's with Jake Ellen Hall Um and it's directed by Dennis Villeneuve. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that correctly, and I'm sure you guys will email. me they tell yeah. me how wrong I was? Villeneuve. Villeneuve. He is the director of Prisoners, um, which is a movie I actually I actually liked. It had some. I still haven't seen it yet. I it had some moments it, yeah. that whatever, but it but it overall I liked it. So I am curious to see this, and it just sounds like one of these interesting little um, you know indie films uh, that you know. Could, could be really could be really cool and inventive. So uh, I, I'm, it just sounds like a cool idea. Cool
0: and bad words. Um, don't you have a press screening of that today?
1: There's no way I'll make that. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> um, are,
1: are you? Are you? Did you forget about the conversation we had before of all this stuff from
0: four hours ago? Yeah, I believe I did. <laughs> yeah. <It's a laughs> so uh, so see bad. Actually, bad words. Uh, I'm curious to see this movie. It looks like kind of a one of those. I mean, I like Jason Bateman. Yeah. And, and he directed it yeah so I'd, I'd be curious to see this movie a
1: spelling bee loser sets out to exact revenge by finding a loophole and attempting to win as an adult it just sounds yeah, like it's just, right in yeah, his, it sounds fun yeah it is perfect um oh somebody told me uh one of your emails said you you want me to stop using the term wheelhouse never tell a comedian to not say something <laughs> oh, i'm gonna say wheelhouse every other word uh this is right in in, uh, in his wheelhouse hashtag wheelhouse <laughs> Oh, God. Wow, my ears just started hurting. That was weird.
0: <laughs> um, uh, all right. Well, that's it. That's that our, is our, our show. show. Well, Sans Alonso Bowden.
1: Alon- mm-hmm. Watch him on CNN. Yeah,
0: t- he's on CNN. 1240
1: Pacific time. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. So, uh, got some cool tour dates coming up in the LA area. March 22nd, I'll be headlining the improv in Hollywood, California. That's Saturday, uh, March 22nd at... 8 p.m. And then uh, in beautiful Burbank, California, March 30th, uh, headlining at 7 p.m. Um, at Flappers in Burbank. You're going to be on that yeah, show. Yeah, that'll be a
0: great show. So 7 o'clock it starts?
1: 7 o'clock, okay. Sunday, March 30th. So if you guys are anywhere in the L.A. area, um, there's two shows to come uh, come out and, and check me out at. Those are at uh, those are on grahamelwood.com and comedyfilmers.com. You can link to ticketing and all that stuff. Um... So, uh, and if you really want to go, maybe email me directly, and I can work out some sort of deal. Watch, can, are you saying? There's a accomplice? Ooh, there's a, mm-hmm. there oh, maybe. Um, intriguing, intriguing. I know there is for flappers. <laughs> uh, so check that out, guys. Um, and of course. Uh, at comedy film nerds and yes. at Chris J Mancini at Graham Elwood, follow us on the Twitters.
0: And uh, like we said, the cart is now working. You could uh, buy stuff again. And also the uh, there is actually a page on the in the cart a section just for earbuds, and you could pick one of those three tiers: twenty five, fifty, or a custom.
1: And uh, let's all start. Let's all collectively get excited for the fact that uh, summer movies are starting to roll out. So. Uh, they're
0: getting very close. Tick, tick tick tick
1: tick. We're less than a month from Winter Soldier. Ooh, I think. So we're, I think we're gonna. You know, we'll, we'll
0: schedule <laughs> our summer movie preview show pretty
1: soon. Yeah, we'll do that, and we'll start doing. I know we haven't done a spoiler up in a while, guys. We'll start doing that again. Yeah. Um, we just got kind of nonstop. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it. Oh, Jesus, here's the spoiler up. Don't see it. Um, yeah, we'll we'll we'll. we'll We'll start doing more spoiler ups, guys. Sorry, we just got busy with the the Kickstarter and the holidays and all that business. But we like doing the spoilers. We will do more spoiler ups. Email us some spoiler up ideas. Sure, if you're whatever like. ones you want to. Uh, yeah, um, you want to hear about. And even if you got some crazy classic movie, you want us to spoiler rep or something i don't know
0: we'll, yeah maybe we'll do those too i mean there's
1: a lot of stuff we got we got planned we're gonna be doing it's gonna be hot business all right guys thank you so much for listening uh we want to thank alonzo bowden for not being on the show
0: <laughs> next time
1: next time and uh thank you guys for listening um
0: and uh he even saw 300 in anticipation see, i know he show. saw the anticipation <laughs> i hope he
1: liked it as much as chris did yes i'm glad we didn't see nonstop. yeah um because
0: uh, we would have said maybe that's why he canceled.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made me see nonstop. I'm not coming to your dumb show. Um, and thank you to everybody who supported uh, Kickstarter. Thank you to everybody that uh, reached out to uh, Big Fan Japan three years ago. And uh, my name is Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han shot first. first. Squarespace. <laughs>